Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's that grounded, I don't trust these feelings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday night's round time, I flex my bed of Ultron Transform to DX Don, Mega and Unseen You probably think I'm nice, cause I slow like a stream To your wireless device, and the smoke full of steam on any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. Uh, and for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. What is up everybody? Welcome back to another brand new edition of Am I On The Air? This is your one-stop shop for all the latest and greatest when it comes to entertainment news. You need to know what's going down in television and movies and reviews. You come here to Am I On The Air to get it all broken down for you. Everything out there that's going down. I'm your host Don Mega and I welcome you to the show. It is March 11th. We're broadcasting live here from the Red Dragons Radio Studios, and it is Season 18, Episode 8, and tonight's show is titled Higher, Further, Faster. That's right, Higher, Further, Faster, and that's the way we're doing this show here tonight. Of course, our big movie review of the week is Captain Marvel, the number one movie in the world. We will get that one broken down, and of course... Once again, the latest and greatest in all of entertainment news, new trailers, everything that's dropped in the last week. So hang with me, we're going to break this all down. Alright, so let's get going into, as we always do, we kick off with our movie review of the week. And this time, like I said, it is the number one movie in the world. This is what a lot of you are tuning in tonight, is to see... What did he think about Captain Marvel, the latest film in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? Now I'm going to start with, I have not decided where this falls on my Marvel scale yet. I'll let you know when I figure that out. But as of this point, I'm still marinating in it. I'm still soaking it all in. I haven't decided where it falls in the pantheon of the 23 Marvel movies that have come out. So I got to I gotta ponder on that one a little bit more. But don't worry, this is non-spoiler we're going to talk very high level about Captain Marvel. Number one, I went into this movie with a lot of expectations because one, it's Marvel. I love the whole entire MCU. I've loved every movie that the MCU has put out. So I have nothing but high expectations for a film like this. Um, I will say, I'm going to give almost two different reviews on this movie. I went into it opening night this past Friday, saw it in IMAX. Man, it was beautiful in IMAX. I loved it, loved it, loved it. I really enjoyed the way the story was told. It was an origin story, but it was told kind of more through flashbacks, allowing us to continue a current story. 
I liked going back into the 90s and kind of seeing how things played out. There was a lot of points you can look at in the movie that say, ooh, this led to this. Um, Lots of cool things there. Of course, this is the story about uh, a member of the Kree Space Task Force, (laughs) or Space Force. Um, Her name is Veers. Uh, Veers, of course, is Brie Larson. It's our Captain Marvel. But before she knows she's Captain Marvel or has become Captain Marvel, she is an agent of the Kree named Veers. She has no recollection of her memory. She knows nothing of her past. She has these nightmares that seem to haunt her, which also, wink, wink, tell you about her past. Um, She, of course, finds herself landing on Earth. You've seen in the trailers, she meets up with a very young Nick Fury, who is not the director of S.H.I.E.L.D. yet, um, but he's just a young agent, along with a young Phil Coulson, and they're trying to get to the bottom of what's going on with this alien invasion of these guys called the Scrolls. They're shape-shifting aliens that uh, basically have been in a war with the Kree all along, and we go on our journey from there. Number one, Brie Larson, outstanding. I thought she was so fantastic. As Carol Danvers, as Veers, as Captain Marvel. She's so great in this movie. She sells you on scenes just by her facial emotions. You know, little little just winks and smirks and things like that. That you're just like, man, like that's a good actress right there. I thought Samuel Jackson, we've seen him as Nick Fury's ever since the very first film in the MCU. And he's Awesome in this because you get that he's the same character but you get that he's a younger version who hasn't quite you know he's not jaded he hasn't seen aliens before he hasn't you know none of the stuff is uh he, he hasn't bumped into it so he's just this real nice do-gooder kind of guy and I love the way they portrayed him not enough Coulson so that's unfortunate but he does pop up here and there uh yes Ronan is back and for those of you wondering about Ronan he doesn't do very much in this movie either. Uh, he's only in a couple scenes. Um, but it is cool just from a continuity standpoint to see him being an accuser for the Kree army. Um, what else can I say about this movie? Ben Mendelsohn, fantastic as the lead scroll. Um, he also gets to play himself a little bit as he, uh, you know, the scrolls are shapeshifters. So of course he takes on the form of Nick Fury's boss who just happens to look like Ben Mendelsohn. So he doesn't have to be in makeup the whole time. Uh, and that's not spoiling anything. You've seen the character posters. Okay. Um, I really like the dynamic. This movie's funny. It's got some great action. I did feel like it lulled a little bit in the middle. So when the movie was all said and done and I walked out of it. I was like, that was really good. Um, I wouldn't... (sighs) I need to be delicate here. I don't know how I present this. But, you know, most Marvel movies, I do walk out going, oh my god, five stars. You just know right away, five stars. It was incredible. It was everything I wanted it to be. When I walked out of Captain Marvel on Friday, I was thinking more along four stars. Um, There was just... Something about the pacing in the middle that didn't make me walk out going, yes, five, just like everything else. But I really, really enjoyed it. Now, I went back the next day to see it again for a second time because uh, I wanted to take my daughter. My daughter's five. She uh, has loved the trailers. Um, I've already kind of prepped her on Captain Marvel. She's got her Captain Marvel dress and shirts and all kinds of stuff. So she was very excited and took my wife. And we went to go watch the movie again on Saturday. 
I walked out of it after Saturday's viewing saying, wow, that was way better than what I thought about it on Friday. So literally just a 24-hour difference. Once again, I'm going to play this into expectations. My expectations might have been super high when I saw it on Friday and it maybe didn't reach that. But watching it again on Saturday, knowing what was to come, I was able to just enjoy it for what it was. And I, honest to God, really enjoyed it a ton more on Saturday. Um, And to where, I still don't know if I'd give it five stars, but I'd do four and a half easily. I might even go to five. Because I walked out just really loving the hell out of it that second time. Especially my daughter who... Walked out of it telling me, Dad, that was 100 stars. (laughs) She loved it. Uh, There's a moment in the movie that she just looked up up at me and said, That was awesome. (laughs) And it's moments like that that I will always remember and I will always cherish. Um, She had such a great time watching it. Uh, My wife, who likes all these movies but doesn't love them. We walked out of the theater and she said, That is one of my favorite Marvel movies I've ever seen. Um, so that was really cool to hear. She had a blast with it and I wasn't sure how she would interpret it because there's a lot of space stuff in there and she's not into that kind of sci-fi parts, but she loved it. So, you know, you're going to get, there's a divide on this movie for whatever reason. Some people absolutely love it. Other people are kind of trying to rip it for whatever reason. <clears throat> I don't know if it's just a, a gender thing <laughs> or what, because there's a lot of guys out there that are like talking trash about this movie, I think because it's female-led. Who cares, man? I'm all about superheroes. I don't care what race, religion, gender you are. Just be a cool-ass superhero, and that's all I care about. Um, and that's what Captain Marvel did. I thought it was fantastic. So, you know, <laughs> I can't even put a solid rating on this thing, man. When I did my Stardust video, I did it after I saw the first time, and I gave it four stars. Like I said, after seeing it the second time, I will go four and a half or five. Um, so maybe I should just land at four and a half if I average out my two viewings. Then I'll do four and a half out of five stars. Because uh, like I said, it does drag a little bit in the middle. I, I thought the pacing kind of slowed down too much. It wasn't enough action in the middle. Um, but the performances, man. The performances are outstanding. Jude Law. How could I forget about Jude Law in there as um, basically the trainer for Carol Danvers for Captain Marvel. Um, he's a Kree um, agent. Uh, Demon Hansu came back from Guardians of the Galaxy as well. There's just It's a great ensemble piece, man. I really enjoyed just everybody and the roles they played in this movie. So I think you should go check it out. If you're a fan of the MCU and all their other movies, why would you not? Uh, I think you'll have a great time with it. Go in, sit back, get your popcorn, get your large drink, and just have a great time. I loved it and can't wait to see it again. So, Captain Marvel. And I gotta say, two after credit scenes. The one right in the middle. Oh my god, one of the best ever. Gave me chills. And yes, it links to Endgame because that's what everybody's wondering. And then the other one is just more of a, a funny one. But it's still kind of interesting to watch just to... Have that continuity going across the board. So there you go. Captain Marvel, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Let's switch gears and let's talk our news of the week. AMC's Fear the Walking Dead has added Karen David as a series regular. New Line Cinema is going to be doing a Hello Kitty film. That's right. It is coming after 40 years. The multi-billion dollar Japanese cartoon franchise is coming to America. So yes, there you go. Get ready for Hello Kitty. 
The new show Prodigal Son is going to star Michael Sheen It is a serial killer drama that they're putting together So good casting there There's also another new show called The Unicorn That has just casted Walton Goggins It's going to be a CBS comedy pilot that they're putting together Lots of new shows getting put together right now As we get prepped for the next season Uh, BBC's The Capture has added Ron Perlman uh, Fomka Jensen uh, And Laura Haddock So some pretty good casting there for that Uh, We have your first Morbius set photo um, doesn't really show much It's it's basically Jared Leto and, uh, Jared Leto's eyes uh, With the clipboard in front of his face So doesn't really give anything away Other than it is cool to know that they are filming Morbius And we're getting the um, Vampire superhero Very very soon And once again if you're wondering where to maybe uh, Look up some more info On any of the things we talk about on today's episode Social media man Or am I on the air social media Whether it be our Twitter page Our Facebook page is going to have the full articles for everything that we discuss here tonight. Amazon's Good Omens has added Brian Cox as the voice of death. Netflix's You Season 2 has added Chris Chris Delia uh, in a reoccurring role. I love Chris. I think he's a hilarious stand-up comedian. I don't know what he's going to do in a show like you. um, But hey, I'm glad just to see the guy get work. So I'm on board with that. Warner Brothers has pushed Sherlock Holmes 3 back a full year. That's right. It's going to be coming out in 2021 now instead of 2020. A new Jonas Brothers documentary is in the works over at Amazon Studios. Patrick Stewart's Picard series is going to be adding Santiago Cabrera and Michelle Hurd to the cast. Director Joe Wright is set to direct the World War II drama Garden of Beast. Morbius movie has also added Jared Harris to the cast Will Smith is set to star in King Richard As he's going to be playing Richard Williams The father of Venus and Serena in that true story Cynthia Erivo and Josh Gad are taking on a Rip Van Winkle musical (laughs) Kevin Smith welcomes Joe Manganiello and Craig Robinson To the Jay and Silent Bob reboot cast Love those additions right there Craig Robinson doesn't get enough work I love that guy Freeform is set to uh, cast a spell of trouble With a new show called Motherland Fort Salem That'll be coming soon Uh, Lady Gaga scores her first number one song since 2011 With the Star is Born song Shallow So congratulations to her Superstore has been renewed for season 5 I'm so happy about this news If you haven't watched Superstore you need to do it. If you've ever worked in retail whatsoever, you would enjoy Superstore. I'm telling you, it's one of those just real quick 30-minute sitcoms. It's on NBC. It's hilarious. So definitely check out Superstore. Glad to see it getting renewed for Season 5. Grey's Anatomy vet Sarah Drew is set to headline a new CBS Everwood-style drama pilot called The Republic of Sarah. America's Got Talent... And American Ninja Warrior getting summer summer premiere dates over on NBC. Freeform, uh, sorry, oh, going back to that Freeform show, Mother's uh, Motherland Fort Salem is going to be a drama series about witches fighting the fighting in the U.S. military. Okay, and we have the first teaser trailer for that as well, so check it out. 
Law and Order was getting another spinoff show called Law and Order Hate Crimes. Unfortunately, it has been delayed indefinitely over at NBC, so not coming anytime soon. Um, welcome Julian Huff and Gabriel Union to, as the new judges for America's Got Talent when it comes back this summer. So very cool there that they're mixing it up. We have the second official trailer for Brightburn. Oh my god, this trailer is awesome. If you ever wanted to see the story of Superman, but he didn't turn into a hero, he turned into a crazy-ass lunatic, you need to watch Brightburn. (laughs) It is awesome. In some kind of sad news, man, the CW has announced that Arrow will end after Season 8. That's right, and is going to get a shortened season with only 10 episodes. So... Very interesting. You know what? I kind of saw this coming. Um, I feel like because it's only 10 episodes, Arrow will wrap at the crossover event, which they're doing Crisis on Infinite Earths. Uh, I get the feeling that Oliver Queen sacrificed himself in last year's crossover, and that will come full circle, and he will die in the next crossover. That's just my thoughts. Nothing confirming that. But it just seems kind of odd that the show is ending and it's only 10 episodes because he's dead. Um, but hey, we'll see what ends up happening when Crisis happens. But yes, Arrow, man, it spawned the Arrowverse. We have Flash, we have Legends of Tomorrow, we have Supergirl, we have Black Lightning. We wouldn't have any of this if Arrow didn't work. I know people have a love-hate relationship with this show. Some people loved it and then now don't like it. Or kind of fell in love, fell out of love, fell in love again I always stuck through it with this show It's still pretty solid to me almost every week And it's a fun thing to watch So uh, I think Stephen Amell has been amazing as Oliver Queen slash the Green Arrow And I look forward to seeing what he does after this You know, Stephen Amell even kind of came out and said Hey, just because Arrow's done doesn't mean I won't pop up on some of the other shows And you're like, okay, cool, cool But I don't think he will because he's going to die in the next one I don't know, once again, just my speculation But yes, Arrow will end after season 8 with a 10 episode season This is interesting news We talked last week about um, Will Smith not going to be in Suicide Squad 2 So I just thought they're not going to use Deadshot Well, maybe not The rumor going around is that Idris Elba Might actually step into the role and play Deadshot in the Suicide Squad Replacing Will Smith This is not confirmed Uh, From what my understanding is Is that Warner Brothers only wants Idris Elba And the offer is on the table I don't think he is accepted at this point Uh, If he does, great If he doesn't, then the rumor is Is that they will not use Deadshot In the actual movie And they'll do something different But um, either way, man You know what, I was not happy about Will Smith not returning But hey, if we're going to get Idris Elba As Deadshot I'm a little intrigued again They got me, they got me Even though Idris should be Jon Stewart And they should hold out on him, DC For the Green Lantern movie Um, And not waste him as Deadshot But hey, if we're not going to get it the other way Then let's do that But we'll see, we'll see where it goes Miramax and Eli Roth With Kevin Williamson Are teaming for The River at Night The Mad About You revival That was supposed to happen last year And got put on the shelf Has actually been acquired by Spectrum Originals That's right And they will actually be doing the show Um Tyrese Gibson secures a spot in Marvel's Morbius So he is also signed on for Morbius Good for him 
Brie Larson or Captain Marvel herself is set to star in and executive produce a new CIA drama that will be on Apple TV. 100 Years of Solitude gets a series adaptation over on Netflix. CW's The Lost Boys pilot has found its Sam Emerson and actor Rio Mangini. Gina Rodriguez stars in a new Netflix comedy called Someone Great. The Gundam live-action film is set to be written by Brian K. Vaughn. I know a lot of people are going to love that. People are stoked on Gundam, and I think Brian K. Vaughn just takes that to another level. So, great addition there. Samira Wiley has joined the cast of Tom Hanks' new sci-fi feature, Bios. The Sinner has been renewed for Season 3, and Matt Bomber is going to take over as star for the upcoming season over on the USA Network. Sean Gunn. Brother of James Gunn says that everyone is still on board for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Even though we haven't heard any new news lately from Disney, he says don't worry, they're still working on it and everything will be a go. So we'll see. Um, We have a first look picture of Alec Baldwin as John DeLorean for the new um, biopic film that they're doing. Universal Pictures is moving forward on the Rock Hudson biopic. Disney's Maleficent, yes, Maleficent 2 has actually been titled Mistress of Evil, and it was supposed to come out next year, but guess what, Disney has moved it up to this year, that's right, so that means this year we're getting Dumbo, Aladdin, The Lion Book, and Maleficent 2, pretty insane, man, it's a big year for Disney, I believe the movie's been moved up to uh, October or November now at this point. So, there you go, man. Didn't see that coming. Riz Ahmed is set to produce and star in a new spiritual drama uh, called Mughal Mowgli. Emma Watson is reportedly the front runner to join Scarlett Johansson in the Black Widow movie. So, that would be a pretty cool addition. Um, it is October. Sorry, going back to Maleficent, I wanted to make sure I had that right. It was originally going coming out in May of 2020. It got moved up to October of this year. Insane, man. That's a big jump. Former NCIS star Polly Parrette is starring in a new CBS comedy pilot. That's right. It's going to be called Broke. She'll be playing a single mom and bar manager who takes in her struggling sister and brother-in-law. Melissa Joan Hart and Sean Astin have a new dramedy coming to Netflix called No Good Nick. That'll be coming soon. Amazon has confirmed the setting for its Lord of the Rings series. It looks like this will be a pre-pre-pre-pre-prequel that comes many, many moons before the Lord of the Rings movie. And it's going to cost a lot of money. Nancy Drew Pilot has added Madison Jazani and Alex Saxon. Colby Smolders and Taryn Killam have been casted in Arrested Development. They'll be in the new upcoming second half of the fifth season. The new characters of the Suicide Squad. Now, this one has me scratching my head. We all got the word that James Gunn was probably going to do something different and he was going to be bringing in some, some new people to the Suicide Squad, right? And maybe only Deadshot and like Harley Quinn would come over. But check out these names. Um, I'm just like, say what now? Say what now? Um, now, one of the rumors, now these are all still rumors at this point. King Shark 
is one. And I am cool with King Shark. I was introduced to this character actually on the Flash TV show. They use him all the time. He was actually even on last week's episode. So King Shark, that would be kind of cool, right? But check out the rest of these names. I'm just like, who? We have Ratcatcher. That's right. Uh, joining the squad would be Ratcatcher, a.k.a. Otis Flanagan. In a gender-swapped role from the comics, Ratcatcher is a fan of poisonous gas. A super criminal and one of Batman's many enemies. She started out as an exterminator in Gotham City before turning to a life of crime. Aided by an army of small rodents she can communicate with and control. Uh, Deadshot may act as a surrogate father of sorts to the character. Uh, The role remains open to actresses of all nationalities and ethnicities. Uh, We talked about King Shark who of course is a supervillain and a humanoid shark. Whose father is believed to be the so called shark god. Um... (laughs) Then we have, check this, Polka Dot Man. I thought this was a joke, but it's, uh, yep, Polka Dot Man, a.k.a. Mr. Polka Dot, who is a Gotham City supervillain like Ratcatcher. Mr. Polka Dot uh, is a sworn enemy of Batman. The character grows multicolored polka dots on his body that he can turn into fireballs and other weapons. For the most part, he's embarrassed about his awkward abilities. (laughs) I'm embarrassed just reading that. And then finally, there's Peacemaker, a.k.a. Christopher Smith, an agent of peace whose motives are driven by an extremist form of pacifism uh, that makes him love peace so much that he will kill for it. Supposedly, they want Dave Batista for this role. So there you go. Uh, we don't know. Joel Kinnaman is not confirmed if he's coming back as Rick Flagg. Um, we know that Will's out and supposedly Margot will be in... Um, as Harley Quinn, but that is also not confirmed. So there you go. That's what's supposedly in the rumor mill for the new Suicide Squad. James Wan, The Conjuring 3, is set to begin filming this June. Coffee and Kareem is set to star Taraji P. Henson and Ed Helms. CBS's, CBS's All Access, his uh, new show Why Women Kill, has added Alexandra Daddario, my future wife, added to this show. Man, I love her. Whew. Uh, Will Ferrell is reteaming with his Wedding Crashers director for a new movie called Eurovision that will, will be coming to Netflix. Rachel Weisz is set to star and produce in a film adaptation of Max Porter's Lanny. The Things They Carried has landed Rupert Sanders as a director. Phoebe Waller-Bridge's rom-com run gets a series order over on HBO. Marsha Cross has landed the lead role in CW's Jane the Novella. Uh, we got an article up with Arnold Schwarzenegger explaining why a new Conan film hasn't happened as of yet. FX is set to turn Don Winslow's epic drug war trilogy into a television series. ABC drama pilot inspired by John Mayer's songs has found three of its stars. Uh, Harry Shum Jr. and Katie Finley uh, are two of them. Uh, yeah, I, I still don't know about this show, man. Who the hell came up with that idea in a boardroom and said, hey... Why don't we just use John Mayer songs to make a to make a new television show? We got an article up with CW announcing the season finale dates for Supernatural, Arrow, and a bunch more. Wife Swap. Remember that show? I actually really liked Wife Swap. Wife Swap is coming back to the Paramount Network. We have our first, first look at Kamal Nanjiani and Dave Batista in the new action comedy Stuber. Uh, the Spanish Princess. Uh... Philippa Gregory adaptation is set to debut in May over on the Stars Network. Jennifer Morrison has landed a lead in a new CBS medical drama pilot called Under the Bridge. 
The upcoming Disney Plus streaming service will reportedly include the entire Disney motion picture library and will open up the famed Disney vault. So that means, yes, they're saying all, every single one of their animated films will be on the streaming service. So there you go. Because it's very hard to buy a lot of the Disney movies, man. They lock them up in their vault. I just got Little Mermaid for my daughter a couple weeks ago. And that's the first time you were able to buy Little Mermaid in many, many, many years. So, you know, I should have just waited another couple months and she could have watched it on the damn streaming service. (laughs) So, pretty cool there. Members of the press have seen early screenings of Shazam and the first reactions are all very, very positive. A lot of people saying it's the best movie in the DC Universe. It's full of heart. It's full of love. It's full of action. It's like big uh, Superman, but done big style. Uh, I have not read a single negative complaint about Shazam. I am so stoked for this new movie. comes out in just a couple weeks. What else we got here? Let's see here. HBO has canceled Crashing after its third season here. So no fourth season on the horizon. I'm very sad about this. I actually really like the show Crashing. It is uh, based on comedian Pete Holmes. And it's kind of loosely based on his life. And I just watched the season three finale last night. And I was like, oh man, this is a series finale now. Uh, It's a really cool show with a lot of heart. And it's really funny. Um, Yeah, pretty bummed about that one. My Little Pony, the final season, has been set over at Discovery Family, so that is done as well. Finn Jones is going to headline the new drama pilot Prodigal Son over on Fox. Yes, Iron Fist, Finn Jones himself, getting a new um, pilot over on Fox. Zazie Beetz and Betty Gabriel are joining the Twilight Zone for CBS All Access. Uh, Swamp Thing movies Adrian Barbeau has actually joined the DC Universe series that they're currently filming so bringing it full circle there Thomas Lennon is Richard Lovely in a new Fox comedy pilot Andy Serkis and Thomas Brody Sangster are set to star in West Ball's Mouse Guard I just don't get the whole Mouse Guard thing man I know my boy Friggins just loves it up all I can say about this casting is they do both look like mice so I guess that's cool for that uh, we got an article up with Samuel Jackson talking about why Nick Fury didn't page Captain Marvel until Infinity War. So there you go. Check that out if you're interested. Uh, we do have a um, post credit Scenes Explained article up talking about Captain Marvel as well. Julianne Moore. We got an article up with Julianne Moore talking about how she got fired from the movie Can You Ever Forgive Me? And then she was replaced by Melissa McCarthy. And then the movie went to go get nominated for an Oscar and all kinds of stuff. So very interesting read to see how she signed on and then got fired from the movie. Smilf is set to end after two seasons over on Showtime. Let's see here. The first reactions have also come out for Jordan Peele's new horror movie, Us. And once again, just like Shazam, they're all super, super positive. And I'm very excited about this. We're only about two weeks away from that one coming out. Captain Marvel soared to Marvel's seventh biggest opening on a Friday with $61.4 million on that Friday. We also have an article up with what you need to know about Goose. Goose is the cat from Captain Marvel. So you might be wondering where the hell this cat come from. Check out this article for sure. And then you'll know. Um, let's see here. We have everything wrong with Ant-Man and the Wasp. We have everything wrong with the Crow. We have the Honest trailer for Robin Hood. Friggins needs to watch that one. Uh, we have the new trailer for Damsel. The trailer for Midsommar. The second trailer for Tolkien. 
the trailer for Master Z, the Ip Man Legacy, and the trailer for Someone Great. The trailer for Late Night, starring Mindy Kalin, and the trailer for Red Joan, a new Dumbo trailer, and the trailer for The Art of Self-Defense. So a lot of trailers dropping last week to check out there. NBC has renewed The Blacklist for a seventh season, so man, that show just keeps on clicking. Uh, HBO miniseries Chernobyl has set a May premiere date. Mike Judge has extended his overall deal with HBO as he's working on two new comedies that will come out in the network. Taika Waititi is heading to the Apple division to do a new Time Bandit series. Ethan Hawke is set to star in a new Showtime limited series called Good Lord Bird. Tom Holland is going to be reteaming with his Russo Brothers directors uh, for a new movie called Cherry. Holland will star in the lead role for the film. We got an article up with Rupert Wyatt, who at one time was the director of the Gambit movie. He come, he talks about why Gambit fell apart. Lucy Hale is set to lead the new Riverdale spinoff. Katie Keene, she will be playing Katie Keene. Dan Stevens, Allison Brie, and Dave Franco um, have been added to star in the new uh, horror thriller, The Rental. Captain Marvel will play a key role in Avengers 4 and the future of the MCU, says Kevin Feige. The Big Bang Theory series finale is set to air on May 16th. So that's when that show will end. So check out the big hour-long series finale. We have the Season 3 trailer for Santa Clarita Diet, which starts in a couple weeks. And I'm so excited about that. It's such a great show. Uh, and then two more trailers. We have the Red Band trailer for Good Boys. And the Red Band trailer for Booksmart. So check that out. And um, and that is our news of the week. Man, we got through that real nice. We just barely crossed that half hour point. Look how nice we chug along when we stick to a normal schedule. Um, I do want to shout out Captain Marvel. We're going to, of course, talk box office. But man, it would... Um, I got to explain the significance of this box office. Because it's not only... You know, Marvel's 21st consecutive number one movie and all this kind of stuff. It is the second biggest release worldwide ever. That's right. Overseas. So, just here in the U.S., the movie made $153 million. Overseas, the movie made $302 million. It is the second biggest international launch Ever when you look at the worldwide totals, the movie has already made four hundred and thirty-five million dollars in three days. How incredible is that, man? It is nuts. Money, money, money. So for all those haters out there that are like, this movie's gonna bomb, it's far from it. So let's break down releases and box office. Okay, Adam, Blu-ray and DVD tomorrow is gonna be Fantastic Beast, The Crimes of Grindelwald. Green Book, and Mortal Engines. In theaters this Friday is Captive State, Wonder Park, and Five Feet Apart. Um, and then your box office. Number 10 is Apollo 11 with 1.3 mil. Number 9 is Greta with 2.2. Number 8 is Fighting With My Family with 2.2. Number 7 is Isn't It Romantic with 2.4. Number 6 is Green Book with 2.5. Number 5 is Alita Battle Angel with 3.2. Number four is Lego Movie 2, the second part, with 3.8 million. 
Number three is a Medea family funeral with 12.1 mil. Number two is How to Train Your Dragon the Hidden World with 14.7 million. And number one, we just talked about it, $153 million here in America and 302 worldwide. It is Captain Marvel. $455 million worldwide. $153 million opening here in the U.S. makes it number one by a landslide, beating all expectations. The early projections for Captain Marvel was that it would make 100 mil opening weekend. It smashed it with 153. So congratulations to Marvel. Congratulations to Allison, uh, Brie Larson, uh, to Samuel Jackson, to the whole cast and crew, directors, props, effects, scenes, Costumes, the whole nine, you guys killed it. So that'll do it, ladies and gentlemen, for our latest edition of Am I on the Air? Higher, further, faster is in the books. I thank you so much for spending a half hour with me getting caught up in all the latest and greatest in entertainment news. Hey, let's do some social media shout outs. Make sure you check out our official webpage, which is amiontheair.com. Social media, Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash Am I on the Air. Give us a like. Please give us a like. That would be pretty cool. If you follow us on Twitter, go to Twitter.com slash Am I on the Air. Give us a follow. You can follow me on Twitter directly at DXDonMega. That's right. You can follow me on Stardust at simply DonMega, D-O-N-M-E-G-A. Stardust is where you go to watch me talk about their 30-second mini video reviews. I talk about movies, talk about TV shows, talk about trailers, it's pretty awesome. You should follow me. I'll follow you back. Uh, of course, you can find us on iTunes. Download, rate, and subscribe if iTunes is your thing. If iTunes ain't your thing, don't you worry. We got you covered. Am I on the air? Is always streaming on Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Spreaker, Stitcher, uh, Google Play Podcast, Google Podcast. We're all over the interwebs. You should have no problem finding Am I on the Air. Uh, we are available on Instagram as well, so follow us on there. It's simply Am I on the Air. Uh, what else we got? YouTube, youtube.com slash am I on the air? And of course, our great affiliates at reddragonsradio.com. Follow on Twitter at reddragonsradio. It's a, a podcast hub where you can listen to all the really cool podcasts out there, uh, right in one spot. So we're always streaming on demand on reddragonsradio.com. That'll do it for me on this Monday, March the 11th. I thank you so much. I hope you all have a great week. And uh, we'll talk next week. I don't know what I'll be reviewing because it's kind of a whack weekend at the box office. Um, Nothing really coming out that I'm super stoked on. I might take my daughter to see Wonder Park, so maybe I'll talk about that. But we'll have to wait and see. So uh, have a great week, everybody. Take care of yourselves and each other. And until next time, y'all. Peace! Bye, everybody. Red Dragons! Red Dragons!